0: It's Kyle Bartley with a header from John Swift's free kick. Could be the weekend we get our shekels with Omar Beckles. And it's there! And it's George Edmondson!
1: Hello everyone, Uh, this is Gavin. Welcome to the Anytime Notebook podcast. We're here almost every week to review what we've seen. Market goal scorer card for the weekend and put up some good value selections along the way. Short break of a week while we both come to terms with Carl Robinson being out of a job for the first time in 13 years. A man who I know would take that particularly hard is John Bywater at SetPeace here on Twitter. Welcome back, John. How are you? How do you take the news?
0: I was very upset for Carl, but uh, he is a promising young manager, so he'll soon be back in work. Continues
1: yeah. to be, yeah. You don't you don't stay in a job for thirteen years, um, or you know, without having some sort of some sort of managerial attribute. But um, yeah, I have no doubt he he he's, he sounds like um, he sounds like April April's manager for Quarley, maybe. Maybe that's too late. Yeah, that's,
0: a, that's a good shout. That yeah, good Excellent. shout. Thanks. I can see that. <laughs>
1: um, personal reflection: We had a couple of games in midweek and full slate last week, and um, a midweek was interesting, particularly for those of us that were on the Jordan Turnbull brace, where he scored, hit the bar, had one disallowed. which was just the usual midweek for. 200 to 1, two-plus backers. Um, good week for those who kept the faith with Wiley Towler as well, a brace for brace for Portsmouth. Any near misses for you, John, your your reflection on the last week and the midweek action?
0: Yeah, midweek was a... Uh, we, we always seem to have quite exciting Tuesdays with a, a nice near miss, but look, looking back at last weekend, I thought... <sighs> In the championship, uh, Danny Bath stood out for Sunderland at your boys, but you'll be able to tell us more about that game.
1: we were all on the we all on the Dan Ballard gravy train, weren't we? And I think everyone was getting excited when a you know header came in and it hit the bar, and there was another chance as well. But it was um yeah, good old Danny Bath that was on the end of him instead of Mister Ballard. But um hey, we look Coventry look a lot more sure footed now with Macfadyen back and um, McNally playing well and uh, clean sheets you know more often than not so I wonder whether that contrary vulnerability is gone but unlucky Dan Ballard backers anything else that you saw
0: Uh, well probably the the name who is seems to be very prolific of late is Connor Roberts Mm -hmm. who uh, as you've noted here three goals from his last five shots basically Uh, two in the last two including the late winner in the cup against Fleetwood in midweek when he actually came off the bench so yeah, he's the um, well, furthest man forward for the goal at the weekend, the way he couldn't miss, but he was getting into the position. So, Yeah. Um, away at Blackpool
1: Burnley this weekend, I was just having a look at the, the Connor Roberts price. I don't know whether you, what is it, 9-1, to one, something like that? But,
0: yeah, I think that's a um, first reflection, I thought, short but it's not really is it when you look at the the opposition and, and it's Burnley are just miles too good for this level yeah. as we we finally realised in March we've uh, we've come round to that
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, take a, we take a long time to be convinced but we're the last yeah. ones <laughs> to just <laughs> begrudgingly agree that Burnley are probably too good for the division
0: <laughs> Yeah, don't, don't listen to the pre-season preview because uh, <laughs> if it, anyone's got the heart for that yeah, Vincent uh, Company
1: still got it up on the wall I think that's that's
0: that's what's yes.
1: sperming him on. Uh, he's anything a big else? Fan was, of
0: this pod. Yeah, um,
1: Blackpool, the wedding. Blackpool, yeah. Bad
0: team, though, aren't they? Blackpool. That's the problem. Um, <laughs> a very bad team. Mick McCarthy seems bored already. Seems completely lacking his usual verve. Uh, I think he's realised that he hasn't got a great deal to work with. But since Kirsten. Curtis Curtis Nelson came in, <laughs> in in January. Then he has he's pretty much had a chance every game. To be fair, he's been unlucky not to score yet. Uh, another one here against Reading, but as I think I first mentioned when I put up McGuinness a couple of weeks ago, they look very vulnerable at the moment. At Reading, don't they? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's what I took from that game. Those was um, Kirsty Nelson, as he will always be now on this podcast, <laughs> and uh, Thornley yeah. chances. It's it, a modern can... world, Gav. It's a modern it, world. It is. It, I don't mind how he identifies. He or it's they, good. they identify. Um, they, it, yes. Some chaotic defending, I think, by Reading. I went and had a look back and um, I think gave those chances um, against Blackpool. Uh, Patrick Roberts, they pretty much gifted him. The Defending against Sondon was pretty pathetic and they couldn't remember back to that Friday night when they were playing Cardiff and they couldn't clear their lines against Romaine, Sawyers, Lee Peltie ahead of, in between all of those, against Rotherham as well. They go through um, peaks and troughs, don't they, Reading, but it feels like they're at the oppose um, from set pieces kind of trough that we like. Um, so we'll have a look at uh, look at their chances ahead of the weekend. Anything else in the, in the Championship, John?
0: Yeah, they've got their impeding six-point probable deduction mm, next yeah. week as well. So I think that will leave them about five or six points clear of the drop zone, so they're not out of trouble yet. Mm. I know there's plenty of people with Reading relegation slits for about the last 10 years who uh, <laughs> probably uh, every, every year they, they're not rated because they've never been good on the metrics. But
1: Middlesbrough uh, this weekend, so no yeah. doubt they're Lenahan train will leave the station
0: and get, get a bit of momentum <laughs> yeah. before. It won't, before it won't call anywhere. No. But the um, the thing we read in it that's the sort of game they'll just get a one all or something ridiculous. They do they do pick up results from nowhere mm-hmm. this season anyway. Um, there's another one in the championship, a new name, but I think I'll mention them later on for Wigan in the uh, close to a bet section. So Ooh, okay. apart from that, uh, oh the actually. In that cup game, Burnley Fleetwood, a completely new name that, to be honest, I didn't even know was at Burnley is Amin Al Dakhil, who's a Iraqi-born, now represents Belgium centre back. You, you love those, don't you? That's
1: we're not. Um, yeah, you know what? Our presence in Iraq is not as uh, not as you know. We haven't got as big a bigger market share as I thought we would have. So I'm glad you mentioned him, John. If only just to who appease the, our Iraqi
0: um, listeners. Who was the? Oh, I'm probably getting this wrong. Who was the uh, Iraqi striker who played for Bayern Munich that was like looked about a hundred? Was that was that Iran? The, 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 they're pretty much the same country, aren't they? I have <laughs> no, no, no idea. <laughs> uh, no, no, I shouldn't say that. We're ticking was all the Ali, political boxes it, today. I, yes. It <laughs> uh, was it Ali Ali Dar Ali Dar? That was it. Yes, yeah, he
1: spelt Dar with a. A and an E yes. or something
0: like that, didn't he? I'm a pretty a. sure he's not even Iraqi, so it's irrelevant. But, um, <laughs> anyway, if any if anyone had him on the bingo card, you you uh, probably okay. should get a lottery ticket because I don't even know where that's come from myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, going back to Amin Al Dakhil, which I'm reading from written down notes because I've no idea who he was before yesterday. He only joined uh, Burnley in January. He's only been involved in two league squads. He wasn't even in the league squad last weekend. They've got a lot of centre-backs, hence why your friend McNally is at Coventry, Mm -hmm. tearing things up at the moment. Now, the reason I picked him out, he had five separate attempts here in the cup game. Now, obviously, it was against Fleetwood. They were massive favourites, and they were against 10 men for a long time. So you can't read too much into it, but three of those were when it was 11 versus 11, he was unlucky not to score. There's no XG because it was a cup game, but it feels like it would be at least 0. 0.4 for quite good chances. It just feels like really... The Burnley delivery is superb from... Uh, whoever uh, Brownhill, is it? Uh, okay. Just uh, fantastic. So... I think it's more a case of whoever they pick at centre back because they're always big prices, especially if it's a new name. I think you just got to look at them and really almost bat them blind without knowing a lot about them because he he looked very threatening here. So yeah, that, that's a completely new name for us.
1: In the in the silence whilst you were talking through that, I was I was clicking through Wikipedia. Ali Daei, who is uh, looking, he, he's managing now. He's Iranian and he's managing in Iran. But yeah, twenty. Twenty odd appearances for Bayern Munich, scored six. Looking fantastically well for a fifty-three-year-old old. He
0: looked like that then, though, didn't he? I've got him now. Yeah, yeah, he's looking. He's um, uh,
1: looking um, very statesman-like. Well done.
0: But he's, he's, but he's not Iraqi. Let's just to confirm. Uh, just to confirm. Just oh, to confirm. Oh, if you meet him, I
1: think that's probably one thing he might have to get right. <laughs> I don't know. Let's uh, let's let's move on into League One. I think there's a yeah. The um, there's plenty to take. Uh, not least. Ipswich left-backs, um, Leif Davis, who I know has put up Avery on the, um, not the top 20 podcast and a vote of confidence from, from this it's side of was, the internet yeah. as well. Wrapping his left foot around a fair few free kicks and another three chances against MK Dons, but and up this weekend, quite like the, um, the eight to one here, very close to putting him up myself at the end of the day, but it looks a looks a short price to add to that list and to add to the uh, list of goals in a, in a game which should throw up a few goals. Um, we mentioned about Riley Towler backers were rewarded for their patience on Tuesday. You can't back them all, John, can you? But there was plenty of plenty to take from um, from elsewhere. Think, uh, talking about that game, I think we both mentioned, you know, Bolton, another team who go through peaks and troughs, mm. but they're they're giving up a fair chunk recently. Um, you know, although those those chances against Portsmouth in midweek and um, could be something to follow. Uh, although I think they're at Morecambe this weekend, aren't they? So maybe that's not the best opportunity to them. Um, yeah, away at Morecambe, that might not be the best opportunity. League One, anything, anything top of the tree for you, John?
0: Yes, it's good to see you turning over a new leaf with the Ipswich selection. There, um, like it, thank you, like it, excellent. That's a that's a new joke, kind of <laughs> the. Um... <laughs> Last weekend, you, I know you from reading your Twitter and um, your, your messages, we corresponded. You liked Quonsar, uh, the young defender oh, for yes. Bristol Rovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luca Hoyle did score, who. Um, no, I, I had a feeling his data was okay, but it actually wasn't. I don't know where I got that from. Um, so he couldn't really predict that coming. He hasn't played a lot recently either. Um, but I'll come back on to Oxford later. Uh, I noticed going. Going back to Bolton, uh, Nathan Smith also had a couple of attempts for Port Vale against them. So they're yeah, they're, they're, yeah they're, definitely something in it, right? Mm. Yeah, I mean Smith's ever since, ever since like, that disallowed goal, he's uh, he's come back on form. He, he, they they know how to annoy us these players, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> so, it's almost
1: just a natural trigger. It's
0: now. almost yeah, it's almost natural. The uh, another one that is hard to... Another bad team is Cambridge, isn't it? Let's be mm-hmm. honest. Um,
1: yeah, big game that was last weekend, when it against Exeter.
0: Yeah, they've got a lot of injuries, to be fair, but since uh, the veteran Mark Morrison's gone there in the end of January, he's always been a threat, hasn't he, wherever he's been.
1: Uh, he. And he's
0: now... He's playing regularly. Uh, he probably should have scored at Exeter. And they play against Pompey this weekend, so that's an old club system as well, if you... Uh, mm. You like yeah, the just, old
1: club system, I was just going to say we missed out on a uh, um, Lloyd Jones scored the other day, didn't he, for Cambridge? I yeah, couldn't remember where it and was. That, there that was
0: against against
1: yeah, Oxford. Against, as well. Oh, nice little nice little tie oh, in there. Come too.
0: back to that later, Gav. Don't give any oh, spoilers. Oh, any. I love
1: that. It's almost like we've got it all planned out, right? Um, League 1, the only other thing, uh, Peterborough 5, Plymouth 2, there's plenty of XG in that, and Macaulay Gillespie scored with a fine header, which belies his goal-scoring record. Nice little kind of near post run, and flick one flicked into the far post. Several chances throughout that game, both sides, obviously high XG in the game in total, and lots of that coming from set pieces as well, something to keep an eye on. Um, pretty much runs of all over League 1, unless you had anything else, John.
0: Hey, what else have we got here? Uh, Burton, I thought, were unlucky not to score at Accrington, who, mm-hmm. uh, despite keeping a few clean sheets of late, have been looking at the data, have been very fortunate. Uh, Sam Hughes, uh, tick that one off your bingo card. Okay. Um, so I thought Sam Lavelle looked threatening. I do like him. I, I don't really know why. He's only just gone there. But he, he, there was no XG, but he, he could have had a couple dropped to him, including... Two from long throws from uh, your friend Ossejalah. That's not how you say it. Ooh, that,
1: good? That's a solid
0: eight out of ten, that's, that's good For well, a name that you centre
1: not like. Yeah, that's a, that's the best one yet.
0: Yeah, you thought I was passing that over there. There, <laughs> you, had, you had a you had a premonition there, didn't you? Is
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, the mental triggers? Yeah, but he's, he's mentioned Burton. He's mentioned Sam Hughes. Well, i will got to have to step yeah. in to mention what his name is. He uh, well can, done, you can no,
0: read my mind see. sometimes. It's worrying. There you go. The, um, no, that's it, mate. I, I know you. I'll be honest. I've got. got to League 2 yesterday and I'd done all of it in one day which I don't normally do and it just gets a bit too much. So I didn't really look back at last weekend's League Two, bar a couple of injury things. So, what have you got in League oh, I Two? Had, I had, I had plenty. The,
1: the highlight of which oh. was, and my notes we started with Crawley are hopeless, which they were, continue to be against. Brave, Carlyle. brave prediction there. Brave, <laughs> stepping outside the box there. You know, I don't know whether anyone's realised how bad they are, how dysfunctional.
0: <laughs> we've got, we've got Blackpool, Cambridge, and Crawley are not very good so far.
1: That's why, uh... <laughs> that's, that's why the, that's why the audience the is growing. That's Excellent. Right. Uh, Paul Huntington with. Uh, uh, two of the simplest runs from corners that you'll see to create chances for himself. The second one gets bundled in by John Mellish. And we know that Morgan Feeney um, creates and gets on the end of plenty. And he didn't have to do anything at all to get off his free header for another goal against them. No. Um, hapless Crawley. Um, just the other thing I know from that game, you, you, you mentioned Alfie McCalmont a couple of weeks back. And um, hey, it was an interesting signing in the, in the transfer window. And hey, a goal, plenty of shots away in his last two starts, doing all of those good things that we remember doing back in his olden days, which was, you know, arriving late in the box and getting out of his feet and testing goalkeepers. Um And I think, um, hey, yeah, general kind of five to one, 11 or two that he goes off most weekends. So I think, he, you know, if you're looking for those attacking midfielders, Alfie McCallum Alfie McCall is, is one to keep on your list. Um What else did I have? Last week, whilst it was a quiet week last week and not much punting going on, I did enjoy after going to the early game, Cov against Sunderland. And then I was just at home in the afternoon doing other things. And um, Mm. my, my, peacefulness was only interrupted by you sending me the word Rio ada in capital letters which yeah, was um, just uh just it uh, which was nice I didn't back him you can't back him every week but what just a week too late right. for for the for the left winger it's the, masquerading
0: uh, it's the, the left yeah it's the week week after system and then the uh I think you've got the next one is the two week after two system. weeks later right.
1: was max aimer right the the um what do you call it? the big German? Big German the, for yeah. Gillingham, so the, he's in the, the right the place.
0: Non, the non-veteran,
1: non-veteran. Oh yeah, he's, he's younger than you think. That was the that was the thing <laughs> yeah, about Max. Right, um, he's in the right place at the right time. Finish off a Sean Williams header that hit the post. Um, and what else do we? Alfie Kilgore again on the list. So you know the Mansfield defeat to Salford didn't pass without Mr. Kilgore having a, having another couple of chances. Good, not not. Not like the early days Alfie Kilgore at Mansfield. This was proper old-fashioned elbowing people out the way as he... Flies into a header in the box. So that type of Alfie, Alfie Kilgore is the one that we saw last weekend. Um, he had a header that just went wide. But there's already a bit of um, a bit of market movement for him in uh, when they play Wimbledon. Who we, I think we both think uh, again another side that um, yes, maybe on the on the on the bad end of certainly the data suggests that they're, they're conceding more from you know more chances from set pieces than, than they should be.
0: Yeah, out, yeah since they've um, since they've lost, uh, Alex Pierce has been injured. last three games. Uh, Harry Pell uh, has I think, a couple of games. I think I mentioned uh, our friend Plow Lane by the numbers pointed out mm. a while ago that they'd improved defensively but since Pell went there because he was winning a lot of the free headers. Now they've also lost Towler, Obviously, gone back to or gone to Pompey. So uh, I think there's enough reason in the personnel change to think it's not just one of those things i think they have gone from very strong to looking one of the more vulnerable sides so yeah i think um I was quite interested in Kilgore this week, but I think we've we've missed the boat a little bit with the price. But
1: it's yeah. gone already. It's gone already. And yeah. another another team that we're always keen to be with. The Sutton conundrum was resolved, right? With Kobe Rowe popping up with
0: two in two. The, the, the only name we never mention out of the uh, the only name. Uh, yeah, Good Lif, Kizzy, <laughs> Kizzy, um, Louis uh, John. The other no, Louis John. They've all been mentioned. They've all Kobe been mentioned.
1: It's a uh, Kobe Rowe. Adam up in his that, up in his locker and thought, all right, that That's time I got in front of these notebook lads. And yeah, two in two. Um, no doubt the usual certain suspects are going to be popular when they host crew this weekend as well. Um, hmm. The only, I, I was I was whinging about Northampton this week who um, played Crawley this weekend. No, Harvey Lintert was uh, busy in the box from right back. I know he didn't start in midweek against Harrogate, but my my Northampton thoughts that I noted down this week was they never quite get enough out of their fullbacks than they should do you know particularly I always like it when um, when uh, what's his name used to play for us Ryan Haynes plays on the left-hand side he looks like the one who could get forward the most but hey look they're they're challenging what do I know but you know Ali Colkey is normally the biggest culprit he only seems to get forward when I'm um, sitting on the sidelines at Sixfields, telling him to get forward, and moaning at him. But um, but he, acres of space oh, for them yeah. to
0: get into. They could he responds. That. He responds well to your abuse, is what you're saying. <laughs> that,
1: that's right. <laughs> that's right. I've added. Uh, yeah, it makes him a, yeah. a couple of pounds. Well,
0: um, Ryan Haynes has got Ryan Haynes has got the manual on going forward, doesn't he? That'll take that'll take a minute to get. I've got it straight
1: away. Time. Haynes manual. I remember that. <laughs> Haynes, I remember that. that. People buy them. My That's, want, that's
0: for the uh, over <laughs> the over seventy-five. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we know our target audience. There
0: we yeah, go. The, the Iraqi the Iraqi over seventy-five metrics. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, before we look at our selections, John, you, you, you're great at this kind of stuff, but you're searching around the internet for really you know useful insight. And none more mm. so, I guess, than the stuff you found from um, from Stuart Reed this week. <laughs> or last yeah, week.
0: Yeah, Stuart, Stuart. Yeah, I think it was probably 10 days ago now, but it, it doesn't matter. It's still f- relevant. Uh, Stuart Reed and his handle on Twitter is from underscore the underscore wing. He's actually the head of set pieces for Casa Pia and Spezia now, I think. Uh, Serie B side, um, so he's done really well. He, I believe, he started just producing his own content and he's been spotted from there. He used, to, he used to provide a lot of good things on corners, um, that were ahead of its time. We're talking a good few years ago now. Um, so he's a good follow anyway. He doesn't tweet that much now because he's got a proper job, which is fair enough. <laughs> but, um, if you look on his Twitter feed, you'll see a good article. He's provided about basically how effective Millwall Millwall are from indirect free kicks, which is a niche of a niche. Um, we don't even talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's looked at the he's basically looked at the indirect free kicks from what would be a traditionally unpromising position. So in their own half and further back, I believe. Uh, since he published this, they did score from one in midweek as well. Uh, poor goalkeeping, but it fell to. Uh, what's the Dutch chap's name? Fleming? The mm-hmm. uh, the one you Zian Fleming. Oh, yes, um, yeah. Cracking player, cracking player he is. And, um, it, it, you know, it just fell to him. And it is one of those things. But they do, they work on them. And that's now eight goals for the season for them, which is, I think, the second best in the league is three. So they're well clear. Uh, just approach them as corners, really. But this is really, it's a really good article. I'd recommend people go and read that to get the very in depth.
1: Zion Fleming's been amazing since I saw him and thought, Meh, he's all
0: right. <laughs> you, you said, "You said I'm not sure about him. You uh, just need a little, just that little boost from one of us."
1: <laughs> that's, yeah, so, none too, none too impressed. He's now scored yeah three and three since that game. That's um, amazing, really. So, mate, Johnny, we, we, you chatted this week about some fantastic insight about Cheltenham. We I can't, we can't let this this podcast go without tell us about your tell us about your 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 review of Cheltenham Town?
0: Uh, this this is not my own work, I just want to say. This is from a chap called Mark Halliwell. I don't know if he's related to Jerry, but um, <laughs> he uh, I think he works for the Cheltenham local paper. Uh, lots of good stuff about Cheltenham Town, uh, worth a follow. Um, I haven't got his handle here, but you'll, you'll find him. There's not many Mark Halliwells who tweet about Cheltenham Town regularly. Mm. Um, the first one is, uh, I think it might just be uh, one of those sort of variant stats but it's interesting uh, they've played this is uh, i'll get this up to date now they've now played eight league one games with evening kickoffs this season they've won six drawn one and lost one which was against derby so that's um, very impressive now in the 3pm kickoffs they've uh won only won three games drawn five lost 17 so they they don't like the daytime. Basically, is the uh, if you want to take that from that. It could be. What do you heavy. think about that, Gaff? You, yeah, you, you think Cheltenham's quite intimidatingly at night? I,
1: I, we talked about this earlier. When I, I thought, um, I wondered whether it's quite away from the train station, isn't it? I wonder whether there's more of a there's more of a home fan contingent, like you know, on a on a night game because it's a difficult place to get to, and. Yeah, that's, what a, do that's they
0: do? a. Do they turn they turn off Google
1: Maps? Do they I think they. Do. I think they do. I just imagine it's a good. It might be a. You know, it might be a more attractive proposition for you know away fans for a three pm on a on a Saturday, where you know stroll up in Cheltenham, make use of the trendy wine bars that used to be banks, and uh, make your way to Waddon Road and cheer on your team. Maybe maybe night games at Cheltenham is um, that's that's what they own. So um, yeah, they do a bit better. I don't know. There's, there's got to be something in it, definitely.
0: There may be, but I like I like this one better, actually. This is a, this is from Mark as well. Uh, there's a lot of chat on his feed about how they're missing uh, Louis, F- Lewis Freestone, uh, the centre-back. Um, I saw a few people mention it, and I thought, not really a name. I knew he was a solid defender, but he's not someone I've really picked up on massively. But this is interesting. Since he's been injured, they've played... 10 games, have had one win, two draws, seven defeats, uh, which which we probably knew because they've slipped down the league. But Mm. they've only scored seven goals in those games, which is not not really that side of it, but they've conceded 21 in in 10 games. Now, if you look at the 23 games he's played before this, they'd only conceded 25 goals in the 23 games. Uh, So I think he's what you'd call a bit of a... Unsung hero, unsung leader, and I've also yeah. noted that a lot of the uh, a lot of the fans replied to that saying that our friend Colour Taylor's not looked the same since he's there. So whether he's organising him better, um, but yeah, it's interesting. You think there's there's these players dotted around the league, don't you? That yeah, don't really. There's probably like a
1: there's like a summer project there in there for for one of us. We did
0: kind of looking. That sounds at, like a good idea.
1: Something you could do. <laughs> It does. It does. <laughs> I think yeah. I don't know where that don't know where that sprung from. But yeah, just going through the going through the divisions and there's under the radar influences of these sides that have a have a, a above average impact when they are missing and they might not be necessarily the captain or the top goal scorer or you know the kind of thing that you know you're great at. You normally. Pick up on this, and we maybe like a, a game or two late, right? And we see, oh, there's an issue there, yeah. someone's missing, here's an opportunity. But I'm sure you could probably with a bit, of, we could probably come up with that list, you know, not too difficultly. But maybe that feels like something to, to sit and do over the summer and go through the sides and find out. Um, yeah, McFadsey is a good example at Cov, right? You've got Freestone at, at Cheltenham. yeah, he's but the best,
0: he, I think he's the best one so far that we've uh, well, and Freestone, but yeah. he pointed that out straight away. and like you say, maybe it's maybe it's more the leadership and uh, organisation rather than anything else. Because he's good in the air, isn't he, McFad team? But yeah, it's like, just it's not like yeah. he dominates everything. But, just
1: good organiser, yeah. right? And the, the makeup. Freestone yeah. Freestone and Caleb Taylor is another good example. What young player just started out in the game? Yeah, they they need that. They need that kind it of. It makes sense because absolutely,
0: I think there's actually. <laughs> if you look at the makeup of these sort of squads now, especially not so much maybe in the, well, even in the championship, but there's a lot of young players in defense, isn't there? There's a lot of lones that are 18, 19, 20. Yeah. And they've got, they've got everything for that level and probably above it, but they maybe haven't got the leadership that, they used to have as many whether, players like that.
1: I wonder whether that's factored into you know when these academies let these players go out on loan, whether they're. I'm sure it is. They have every base covered, don't they? But you know who they're going to go and play alongside. If they were you know a good influence, the players not not just that the team can be successful, but absolutely. I'm thinking you know the, the lads at the lads at Kov Panzo and. Um, uh, who is it? The lad from lad from the other lad from Man City. Kind name of named Doyle, name. Doyle. Yeah, um, but yeah, I imagine that whether that goes into into their thinking. We let them go there because there's some senior players that they can that they can learn from, and um, hey, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Great stuff. Um, without any further ado, uh, 27 minutes in. Shall we? Uh, they, they're, 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 for me, there wasn't too much to pick from, but I think you had a, a more extensive list than I do. So I'll let you lead off, John. What is you? You um your best bet for saturday is a is a lincoln enigma we're we're back to, to where we were but um still a good price lead us off
0: yeah it's uh, won't, won't take much guessing this one it's uh, lewis montsma at 22 to 1 for lincoln against oxford now he's just had a three game ban after Joey barton our great friend snitched on him and uh, basically got him suspended for three games <laughs> Made him feel really big that, yeah. Um, And he's come back, he's going to come back this weekend. Now, Lincoln, looking at Lincoln as a whole, uh, they seem to be, I think this season you'd say, they've had a hell of a lot of draws at home and a lot of those games they should have won. They should have beat MK Dons in midweek, late equaliser. But they've, set play-wise, they've been peppering the target lately, last weekend and again against... MK Dons has mentioned, uh, was it pa- Poudy O'Connor was quite yeah. threatening. Uh, Timothy Ayoma was as well. He got injured, stretched off midweek. He won't be available here. Uh, Joe Walsh is also out injured. So there, there's no doubt that Montsmo will come back in here. They, they can't, they haven't really got any other option. And I also noted Mark Kennedy said when Ayoma went off midweek, they moved, oh, what's his name? Uh is it Lasse Sorensen? Yeah. Um, the that uh, they moved into right wing back. He'd never played there before. And Kennedy said he he moved in there because he tactically takes things on and he he wanted to stick with a three five two. So yeah, has got to come back here basically. Now Oxford have no uh, manager, head coach, Trevor you want to put it. As we as we mentioned, uh, they've got no head of recruitment. He's left as well. They're only five points clear of the relegation spots they've played the most games in the division. Now, more importantly, last three games, they've conceded from a corner against Bristol Rovers, as mentioned, uh, Cambridge, Lloyd-Jones, as we mentioned as well, Mm -hmm. and Plymouth, and that Plymouth game, they gave up over one set play XG as well. So, uh, yeah, no positives to take there at all. Uh, I won't repeat what I said a few weeks ago about, about Monserm's scoring record. Um, it's the best of a defence centre back in this league by quite a long way. Anything above 12 to 14 to 1 is pretty much auto bet, considering the opposition. 22 to 1 is too big again so it's Louis Montsma at 22 to 1 for Lincoln.
1: Love it. He's he's um he's always going to be on the list at that point. It gives you a lot more he, than he just set pieces as well than he? he's a he's a he's yeah. good with the ball. loves a,
0: loves a 45, 45 yard shot as <laughs>
1: well. <laughs> um I was very close to putting up Leaf Leaf Davis here and actually you know full full fully behind with that bet going off at a good price. Like I say look, looks like a lot of goals in that Ipswich uh, Burton game. Um however uh, looking a little bit further afield, I, I thought um, you know, look, Barrow and Warsaw to me looked to be going in slightly opposite directions. Barrow on a on a good run of form, and obvious to say but that was a, a bad second half for for the Saddlers against Hartlepool. Uh, let's go with Sam McClelland for the um, for the visiting side here. Like I said, a, a bad second half for for Warsaw against Hartlepool. The Connor Jennings equaliser comes from a free kick. Simple. Someone headed it across, and he finishes it off. We were, you know, just a couple of weeks away from Cameron Norman header that grabbed a point for Newport as well. And, and McLennan's on a, on a good run of form. Chelsea Loney um, had a good chance last weekend, was in the six-yard box after a near-post flick on that he, you know could have could have done better with, but he puts it over in the um, in the win over Stockport. Um, just the one goal this season, and coincidentally, it was a, the crunching header against Saturday's opponent. So he gets to turn up against the the same Warsaw team this weekend, and on a. Cool Coupon that you know couldn't really find anything as good as Montsauma that you put up, but I thought eighteen to one for for Sam McClelland for a Barrow side that looked to be um, looked to be on a decent run of form. I thought was a was a good bet. Um, second for you, John, a player that you um you were very excited to see what price was going to be available after Wednesday. But where are we going for your next best?
0: Yeah, it's Gavin Holohan for Grimsby at Carlisle. The uh... Standard recognised price of seventeen to two is the price, um, (laughs) which is just basically made up. Um, Now, I'm sort of I'm still in two minds about this, but I'm going to stick with it. Let's face it, going to Carlisle after you've just been to Southampton in the uh, to get in the FA Cup quarter final, career high moment for these all these Grimsby squad. It's going to be some come down this match, and it's a hard match away at Carlisle anyway, but basically the theory behind it is uh, Holohan took two penalties against Southampton, scored both. He wasn't on the penalties before that. He will be now. Uh, the Layers have just priced him up as they do every week, which is fine because he's he's a fairly regular scorer anyway, 10 in 50 for Grimsby before midweek. Uh, that's with no penalties. So, there's not really a lot else to add. I'd prefer an easier opponent, but then he would be a bit shorter. But even allowing for the opponent, I think he should be fives, 11 to Mm 2, maybe. So, anything above, uh, anything sevens and above is fine for me. So, it's Gavin Holahan at seventeen to two for Grimsby.
1: I love it. They first thing you said as those those Grimsby goals went in was you'd be interested to see Hulahan's price and um it,
0: yeah. it, it, I mean, it drifted out so. straight away. It's, uh, <laughs> there you go. I do I do love a penalty taker that's not expected. Um no, just a shame you never spot them before the game. but Exactly. I, I wouldn't have looked to that, but against Southampton anyway. So.
1: who they get in the next? Yeah, Brighton away in the next round, didn't yeah, they? Yeah.
0: So, uh, oh, not the really ball. a glamour tie, is it? But, weird for either,
1: um, yeah, I guess. It's um, a,
0: nice, nice anyway. nice a nice payday
1: anyway. A nice payday. Another trip to the uh, to the <laughs> south coast.
0: <Yeah. laughs> that's right. For, followed by uh,
1: <laughs> Hartley Pool away, probably. Grimsby fans should just, like, I don't know, live in... They just need to live in Corley services, I think, for the next <laughs> for the next three That's weeks a good call. yeah, and, um... Um, next best for me, um, a player that is one of life's mysteries. How you managed to get this player over the line? I don't think I ever have. Um, mainly due to his, his goal scoring record, but let's start off with it, Wickham. So life after Gareth Ains was hasn't got off to a good start. It's fair to say that was a pretty, yeah, pretty simple enough win for Shrewsbury, running out two 0 winners last weekend. Important thing from from a notebook point of view was the Messrs Dunkley, Pennington, and Flanagan all had chances from set pieces for um for Shrewsbury here. They, uh, Wickham face Exeter. They host Exeter. I think Exeter, you, you know, both Wickham and Exeter. Exeter might just be a bit forward on their getting over, you know, managerial changes and and changes at the top, and they could be just coming out of their bad run with a with a win at Cambridge at the weekend. The player in question is Will Ameson. Um, he's Julie, you know, just when you think you forget about someone like Will Ameson, he, he gets on the end of a couple of headers last weekend against Cambridge, just in trying to. To draw me into the twenty-five to one here against a Wickham side that could be vulnerable. Key to last week's win was that Josh Key delivery; it, it just absolutely outstanding. I watched all all of the set pieces. They generated five shots from eight corners. It was absolutely exceptional. The one for one of the ones for Amerson is a, the ball worked well to the near post and a run which he just puts wide. And then there is another one which is ahead a of at the far post. But you know, one goal in a year. I think it was. I think it was February last year that he last scored. But I mean, that sounds like. Some classic notebook confidence, doesn't it? But twenty-five to one feels a small price to pay to see if we can finally get him over the line. Um, so, Will Aimson for Exeter as they head to Wickham, I think could be a could be a runner and makes the list at twenty-five to one. I didn't re- outside of that, I didn't really have too much else on the list. John, did you, what did you have on your list? Who who nearly made the list but but didn't quite.
0: Uh, There's a youngster at Wigan uh, called Charlie Hughes, who's a 19-year-old. He recently signed a a four-and-a-half-year contract extension after he's played the last four games in full, made his debut earlier in the season. I noted this quote from uh, Wigan boss Sean Maloney. His talent is not only in defensive areas of our team, you would kind of expect that he's a centre back, um, but Charlie also offers a lot to our attacking play. Now oh. he's almost talking to us there, and he—I think he's done that deliberately, Maloney. I think he's, I've got that set up on
1: my Google notifications. Whenever anyone says that in the world, just a little notification right. pops up. Oh. <laughs> Welcome um, to the fringes of the notebook, Charlie Hughes. But
0: yeah, he's very much the fringes, but he, he's shown little glimpses. Um, 0.05, just one chance against Preston from a set play, but he did more, probably more eye-catching. He had a three separate attempts against Bristol City recently. None of them were great, but considering his lack of game so far, and he now seems to be in the side, a home to Birmingham isn't the worst spot to get with a Wigan player. So mm. there's twenty to one about. Uh, it's probably about right but I'm kind of tempted by that um, Connor Roberts we mentioned early for Burnley uh, the more the more we've talked about it I've gone from thinking the nines isn't, is too short to thinking it's probably too big because it's Blackpool away as we discussed mm-hmm. uh, consider presuming he starts you've, you've got to watch the Burnley team they've been rotating a lot recently so he could be given a rest here I wouldn't be surprised by that uh, League One. Now, the earlier Cheltenham heavy Jerry Halliwell stat based chat that we. Oh, sorry, it wasn't Jerry Hallowell, was it? Um... <laughs> Sorry, Mark. I don't think you listen because I didn't know you were till two days ago. So <laughs> you probably, God,ly got no idea who I am. That, that's absolutely fine. Good friends.
1: Um, with cursed
0: anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very. Hey, that, that's what that's what they call a callback. I, I don't <laughs> think we. Uh, I don't think I mentioned the C- Curtis Nelson this episode. <laughs> um, anyway, what am I talking about here, I've lost the plot. I'm looking at getting with a Fleetwood player here. Uh, what's put me off? It didn't put me off my next best, but don't let that you know. Don't worry about that. We can change our reasoning for within seconds on this pod. Uh, Fleetwood played fifty minutes with ten men against Burnley in midweek. That's got to have taken something out of them. Mm. It doesn't really look a high goal expectation game, this does it? Cheltenham Fleetwood, um, and and problem with Fleetwood, you have got Sean Rooney, who is rightly the short price that he is. I haven't even checked the price, but he, he's been going off close to single figures, which uh, I can't imagine he'd be any bigger for here. And you've got, you know, the others that we look at um, every now and then, the, the Sala, but yeah. he, he just tempts us in and we, uh, we give up on him. Uh, quite rightly so, really. So, nothing nothing there in the end. I w- you uh, started Akron- that. I want to get with a Fleetwood player. The only problem
1: is Fleetwood, <laughs> Fleetwood players. <so. laughs>
0: yeah, I, I, I want to, but I don't. You know, it's one of those... Um, it's going to be... Uh, you can see it now. It's, it's got Caleb Taylor 2-plus written all over it. Accrington <laughs> <laughs> um, against Forest Green. Now, yeah, this is the game they're all talking about. This is a... Um, Forest Green, you'd say they're doomed, wouldn't you, really? They've got to win this anyway. They're They're gone, no If if, if they don't win this, even a draw, if they don't win this, they're gone. So, Atkinson need to win it because it's the easiest game they've got left. Now, uh, Mitch Clark came back last week, first 90 minutes for a long time at Burton. He had the best chance of the game for Atkinson in limited chances. Good move forward in open play, as is his want this season from right back or right wing back. I think he's been their best attacking outlet. He was very good for that spell when they were doing okay before he got injured. Now, considering it's Forest Green at home in the last couple of games, they've gone from looking, Forest Green have gone from looking solid but not scoring to suddenly leaking a lot. Uh, 14 to 1. Probably about where I'd have him, so not quite tempted by that. But I thought he was interesting. He came back last week, uh, so that's two. That's two players of two teams I've mentioned. I don't think there's anything there, and I've just spent <laughs> five minutes talking about them. That's what. That's what, that's what <laughs> Welcome are to the, the pod. Well, that's right. They, they
1: yeah. just want the they just want the discourse from your from your brain laid out have in have podcast format.
0: <laughs> you, you, you really don't. Have they? Um, have we mentioned? Have we mentioned Wimbledon? We have, haven't we? Um,
1: we okay. did, yeah. They're in a, they're yeah. in a of the peaks and troughs. They're in a, a trough at the moment with them. Um,
0: and we think, yeah, yeah we Pelton. think there's a reason for it with the uh, with the personnel. Uh, Taylor uh Pierce, as we have said. Now, I think, as we said, Alfie Kilgore, I think he's probably heading to about the right price. Um, if anyone got the, uh, was he 16s early in the week or 14s? Um, that I, I think see. that was good bet, really. Hmm uh 12, so yeah that, that,
1: that, now best price yeah
0: Bit, yeah it's probably I mean, it's tens, probably okay in most it, places yeah yeah the the other one that i just noted was coming back just looking at the uh, team sheets last weekend your namesake uh, you're often mistaken for in the uh, legendary fraser horse for um <laughs> oh yeah but, but, <laughs> but he is 15-2 uh, uh, to two best, which um, is heading for Carl Piagiani territory, as we call it.
1: That was too much to ask, wasn't it? That was too much to ask for layers to forget that he existed.
0: Yeah. They, they, they forget about some players, but they oh, don't forget yeah. about your Send namesake. To 21 will do. Yeah, no, no. yeah that's a bit of a shame, really, because I thought they're playing Donny, who... Not and you know you don't mind getting against them mm-hmm. too often. Uh, the the one that's closest for me after all this is. Um... PFA chairman Omar Beckles who uh, he, he gets a pound every time I say that on this pod so he, he's owed about £4 now uh, he must be delighted the, the the veteran Jamaican, he's not really a veteran well, he kind of is uh, this is real waffle but he's drifted back out to 12-1 to 1, which considering the recent weeks he's been going off 8-9's, and nines, 12's is, is okay but then you look at they playing Swindon now I listened to Jodie Morris's press conference yesterday and he already looks like he wants to leave Swindon um, to me, I might be really too much into it but <laughs> it's, yeah, that's uh, just Jody <laughs> it's just
1: Jodie Morris yeah uh... he's, he's,
0: he's not the most um, he's very he seemed quite negative really but they have got 7 out of 11 possible defenders out so you've got a new addition to that is Blake Tracy who's their best aerial defender I would say And uh, Sheffield Wednesday, Loney, you mentioned recently, I've forgotten his first name, but Brennan. Yep. He's he's out as well. So, Morris basically said there's going to be players playing in defensive positions they're not used to. So, this all adds to Beckles being... Actually, a good price at 12s, and he did score just for a little bit of icing on the proverbial cake that isn't here. Um, he did score against Swindon last season, so he scored two I against
1: Swindon he, last season, did he? Yeah, he scored one. a brace, there yeah, 2 1 win. Oh my just, god, just oh, scoring that. That was you know, 18th <laughs> of April last
0: yeah. year. Oh, it's, so it's quite close to the bio rhythms as well, kind yeah, of, this, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> His
1: ears uh, are pricked so, up already. Good time of year. It's he uh, he likes the he likes the sun on his back. He <laughs> he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a, I don't know. That's what they say in it. It's a spring. It's a horse for the spring. That's what they say."
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't call him a horse. He's quite a. Uh, I did. I did
1: stutter guy. as I realized I was just yeah. going to call him a horse.
0: To my uh, so, anyway, we we could you know this weekend could be the weekend we get our shekels with Omar Beckles. <sighs> What a way.
1: What a way to end. You like,
0: you like that one? Uh, I
1: did. I did. I did. Um,
0: 44 minutes for that. If you've waited till that at the end, you deserve some sort of award. <laughs> so, so go,
1: come and collect your prize. Um, yeah, all credit to a you.
0: New, a new record length, if you can say that word. That's
1: I do. I do. Let's, be, let's be honest, Joe. We, this is our se- we'll be honest, right? This was our second attempt at recording this today because we had a bit of a mess up. Our first one <laughs> yeah, was 41 that's... minutes. And we said, oh, we'll, we'll get through this one quicker. And here we are, forty-four minutes.
0: Uh, that that might be why we uh, we knew what was coming with some of the uh, so, some of the impossible to predict. Yeah, about, you know, uh, I
1: mean, some of those callbacks from, like you said, Did you, I, yeah. I, I, I thought the, the Kirsty Nelson. Kirsty this, this call, it might have no, been the other one, in which case that has not.
0: That had been this. that had been lost forever, and you and you've <laughs> you've told you've told the podcast world, the podcast mi- minions, the podcast members, our fans, they know all,
1: you, all the secrets.
0: Yeah, they know that I've misgendered Curtis it's nelson
1: <laughs> hey if you uh if you have got this far we appreciate it um listenership continues to grow um hey i joined the um not the top 20 squad group thing this week what a, what a shrewd bunch of people those are um hey, uh, george and ali uh, do, do some great work over in them um, Always well, good to, to to pay compliments to other podcasts and hey that's a great one and they've got a great Definitely. following and um hey there's some there's some there's some shrewd content it, 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 it seems have. Fair couple of people follow us in as well, which I've tried to warn them against. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah. good luck. Are they, them.
0: How are they doing this season? <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: right. That's they, they've chased me out of uh, Dodge already. So they, oh, he, yeah, have,
0: you, have you been banned he, yet? Here this he way.
1: is with his Will Ames and bloody <laughs> twenty-five to one chance in his arm. Anyway, that's what that's what everyone tunes in for, right? Um, Hey, a great week of a great week of review. We'll, um, we'll we'll deliver it. Whatever the result, we'll deliver it with some positivity around about this time next week as well, John. Um, hey, have a great week, great week, and we'll uh, we'll speak again soon. Well,
0: we will. Uh, no disrespect. Hopefully, not too soon, as we've uh, we've just spent an hour and a half talking about the same thing <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll sell it we'll sell it as a B-side the first copy we'll dig it out and we'll oh. sell it as a B-side to them um, collector's a, item a collector's <laughs> item <laughs> the, the Curtis Nelson <laughs> <laughs> Kirsty Nelson Kirsty <laughs> Nelson,
0: Kirstie <laughs> Nelson. <laughs> oh
1: uh, on right. that anyway. on, on that
0: bomb good stuff. luck everybody good there luck go. be, be lucky everybody.
1: Right. go on yeah, yeah that's right <laughs>